Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. The time right now is 3 uh, 30 p.m. Central Time around. If you have any questions, please raise your hand. If you're a newcomer, please let our team know that you're a newcomer. Anand? Hi. Um, happy New Year. Um, I am uh, uh, on day one CPT and I wanted to just quickly ask, um, I wanted to travel to India. I'm with University of Cumberland. Uh, should I be traveling because I will need a, a stamping for H1, uh, for F1 when I come back? When is your stamping expiring? Uh, my stamping expired last year. Uh, I came in 2017. Uh, oh, absolutely. Absolutely, you need stamping when you go to India. Right. And with Cumberland and Campusville, you're expecting a stamping there. You must be smoking weed. Okay. Okay. So your recommendation is not to go, right? Not to get that done until I get an absolute. H1. You're absolutely right. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. Next person, please. Stanley. Sorry. Hi. Hi, Rahul. Um, Hi, um, I've signed a green card clawback um, agreement with my employer about six, green six card years ago. Claw, claw, clawback, 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 repayment uh, agreement. Uh, if I if I resign during the the green card processing or within two years of getting green card, um, the the clawback says I have to pay um, twenty five thousand dollars. So it has been six years. My question is, uh, if I leave now, um, but, uh, um, by the way, you said only two years. It's six years. Yeah, so but the contract I mean, is it, over. So it's six, two years after getting the green card. So I'm still waiting for my green card. Um, I haven't oh, got my green card okay. because nationality, okay. right? Um, so my, my question is, I actually have two questions. The first question is, first, is the clawback impossible? Um, so if I leave without paying, what will be the consequence? I, um, I, I know my contracts lawyer is very good. He says that they cannot be enforceable or something like that. But I'm not a contracts lawyer. I'm an immigration lawyer. Okay. I see. Um, and his name is Ajay Chowdhury. Ajay Chowdhury? Yeah. Houston, Texas. Immigration contracts lawyer, okay? And if you okay. have any questions, you send an email to me. I'll give you his contact number. Next person, please. All right, thank you. Hirani? Uh, hello, um, my name is Azim. Uh, my wife is on F1 visa. Um, she has mm-hmm. uh, her I-485 pending and she has got her EAD and AP. Uh, when she... Uh, told this to her university, they said that she cannot, um, you know, 
she cannot be on EADAP. I mean, she cannot discontinue her F1 or her uh, university unless she gets a green card. So wanted to know if, um, is it okay to switch on to EADAP or she has to get a green card or or she had to like, you know, nah. um, continue she her can F1. quit. Absolutely, she can quit. Okay. No problem with it. And she can stay and work uh, on EADAP, right? Absolutely, as well. she can. Yeah. Okay. And any consequences one if she'll like discontinue F1? I mean, people say that you have to like, you know, just to make sure, just to be on a safer side, um, you have to continue your F1. So wanted to know that part. That part you can have a consultation with me. But if when I was your wife situation, mm -hmm. I discontinued my own non-immigration status. That Sorry, your, tell your wife you when I was in your wife's status, mm -hmm. okay, being in a non-immigrant status and getting an EAD and mm -hmm. being a dependent, I mm -hmm. let my status go. Okay. So I cannot tell you that your wife should let go, but I'm just telling you what I did. And if you okay. still don't believe in it, you pay $400, I will tell you the same thing in a very sweet words for you. Next person, please. Rajeshwari. Rajeshwari, can you please unmute yourself? Sorry. So my question is uh, regarding H4 EAD approval. I came to US last year, July, after getting H4 visa stamped. And then I came here and applied for my H4 uh, EAD on August 5th, but I, I made to receive my approval. Uh, the thing is, now I have to travel to India on uh, for to attend my brother's wedding. So if I travel to India, uh, so what will happen to my EAD approval? Will it get any issue like RFE or any query will come? Is it okay to travel okay. now? So, so your EAD has been applied. Your concern yeah. is when you uh, travel to India, uh, will that cause any problem to your EAD? Yes. It's for you. Yeah. Absolutely not. Okay. Okay. Thanks. So I don't have any problem. I can travel and come back and then my process EAD will be, is going to be going on. Absolutely. Even if you're outside the country, they'll approve it. Even if you come okay. back, they'll approve it. They will not issue an RFA because of that. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Naresh. Hi Rahul. Good afternoon. So uh, my sister mm. is a US citizen. Yeah. So she's applying mm. for uh, um, sibling related uh, citizenship for me so yes, in the we call portal, that as f f we call that as f4 okay okay so in That's that a technical form, yeah so in that form there is a question saying that information about the beneficiary in their native written language so what it means so we, do we need to write it in our native language the name and address what is your native language telugu no you didn't look into the definition of the you didn't look into the definition of india in India, English mm -hmm. is a native language. Okay, in the beneficiaries, native written oh, language does not use Roman letters. No, it's <laughs> English is an Indian language, just in case if you want to know. Okay. Okay. The Constitution so, of India is written in English. So I just need to write it in, in uh, English and upload it. My name and no. address. Native language, no, you don't answer that question. You're good. Okay. No. If they your native language is other than English, they have to you have to tell that. It's right. Okay, got you. So I don't even your need native to upload language, any document. No, you don't need to do anything. 
thank you rahul one more question so there is one more question saying that at which uscis office you will be uh, will the beneficiary applying for adjustment of status so can i write it uh, as this is access? it no i want you to file in consular processing it's for a different reason and i cannot explain you why it is it's a one minute uh, one minute call because there are a lot of people waiting next person please nimesh hi good afternoon rahul uh, thank you very much first of all hey rahul uh, just a question on my side i came to us in uh, 2011 uh, on an l1b and then in 2014 somewhere around we filed for change of status for an l1a which got rejected uh, for some reason and uh, parallelly i had an h1 approval uh, so <laughs> india uh, got my uh, h1 stamp came back here we applied for the green card uh, now mm-hmm. my question uh, and since then you know i'm pretty much in us uh, so continuously mm-hmm. um, prior to coming to us uh, even before 2011 i was on a managerial role and uh, currently also i am in senior uh, leadership role so my question was am i eligible for even- so in, in the in the entry period that you went to united states to get the h1b stamp how long did you stay two 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 and a half months i believe the maximum i i would say two months not more than that So you got one time EB one A reject uh, L one A rejection. And that was the change of status uh, which we tried to file here. Yeah. Uh, you can you can try it again. You can try it again because now the administration is a little bit more favorable to you. You can try it again. Okay. So uh, technically, it gives me the option of uh, using the my last managerial role uh, requirement. It fulfills. You can try. You can try. Very okay. good chances of failure, but at least you can try. All right. Thank you very much, Rahul. Next person, please. Srinivasan. Hi, Rahul. Um, happy New Year. I have a question uh, regarding my uh, I-140. So downgrade was filed in October 2020 as an amendment, and I-140 was approved in 2022 October 20th. Mm-hmm. So it's less close to three months now, uh, less than three months. So. i heard that after 180 days of filing 485 i can change the job if i have a ead so i have a ead and advance payroll so i have to wait 60 days after i140 approval or i'm i can change now your i140 is approved i140 is approved i140 is approved on october 2022 20th october 2022 you can change right now there's no 60 okay. day rule 80 day rule nothing there so if if employer will because it's an amendment if we revoke after i want uh, that i want 40 i will not have any amendment absolutely okay. second no. question is second question is my employer is not sharing the copy of the downgraded i want 40 which is approved so can i you do can a f f o a u s s yes Okay, so I just wanted to check. Filing that request will not have any impact. There, there is are no risk of reopening the case or something, right? No. Freedom of Freedom of Information Act. No. Okay. No. No. Okay. Thanks, Rahul. That that's my question. Thank you. Bhavita. Yeah. Hello, sir. Uh, this is Bhavita. Actually, I'm a student from Southern Arkansas University. Actually, in my spring semester, I received one D grade, and to recover that and to well, get. Well, you received what? 
uh, I received one D grade from there in one of uh, I mean in one of the subject. So mm-hmm. yeah, to recover that again, I I took another subject in my fall semester and I scored B grade in that one. So the thing is, we have to substitute that B grade in the place of D. So when I started asking my university, they are saying like there is a new policy and there is a new rule implemented from this semester actually in the month of October. But I chose my sub, sub all my subjects in August itself. So when I started asking them to replace that one, they are talking about this new rule, but they are not uh, uh, substituting my course. And now, uh, because of the degrade, now I received two point eight GPA, which is less than three. So I'm in trouble. Like I'm not unable to graduate. So I got suspended from the university. So uh, can I sort out this issue by using your uh, your help like that? So how how should I proceed now? Mm. Yeah. I want you to have a consultation with our office, not with me, but we have a team of non-immigrant visa people. You need to consult with them, okay? Okay. So, how should I consult them? Um, my colleague is going to send a link to you, where you can okay. uh, have a consultation with them. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Manoj. Hi Rahul. Uh, good afternoon. Uh, you might be a little annoyed with this question, so sorry about it. Yeah. So I'm on EAD um, right now. Uh, two months back, like around uh, 21st of November, was my last date as part of the round of layoffs, and uh, uh, I had so I I have secured two job offers. Uh, one of them starts on 16th of uh, January, and the other one uh, can start. Uh, exactly at the same time, uh, the challenge is that the one of the employers uh, is uh, wanting to do the H one B transfer as well, and uh, uh, they are saying that it will take around uh, eight to twelve weeks to do that. Um, my question was, um, since I am on EAD, I can join this employer right now. So the first question was that um, if the H one B transfer has to happen, can it happen after I join with them, uh, or do I have to do that before I join them? Technically, H one B transfer cannot happen after you join. Okay. But as such, so, you know, people like you and other people, their only intention in their life is to make money for immigration lawyers. Well, what can I do? Yeah, no, sorry, it, it's not at all my intention. It's just more employer. It uh, is trying to do yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Looks like your intention is, but um, yeah, it doesn't solve any purpose because if you join them on let's say February, uh, January twentieth, they file a H one B on February first. What are you doing before? Uh, January twentieth uh, and February first. You're an EAD, so you are, right. you technically will be an EAD. But just to satisfy the employer requirement and the lawyer's money, you can do that. Okay. Okay. And uh, in that case, let's say if they file it, uh, or even if they just start the process right now, and they file it, um, do. Uh, do I have to mandatorily convert to H-1B status once it is approved or I can just... It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You're just satisfying the lawyer's requirement of making money. You are an EAD. Okay. EAD Next EAD person. Is, please. 
ശ്രീദീപ്തി ഹായ് ദിസ് ഇസ് ദീപ്തി ഫ്രം കണ്ടിക്കേറ്റ് ഐ വാസ് ഓൺ എഫ് വൺ ഒ പി ടി ആൻഡ് ഐ അപ്ലൈ ഫോർ മൈ സ്റ്റെം എക്സ്റ്റൻഷൻ ഇൻ ദ മന്ത് ഓഫ് September so i got denied the reason behind is uh, i got denied uh, because the employer was not active on e verify and they say that the information was given to them by the third party agency who is like the higher right uh, they are the people who handle the enrollments and the payrolls so i was denied on december 8th and i need to file my appeal um i don't know how long no, one, one question i have with you is sure when when was your uh, so they are not e verified company is that right said, or wrong they said that they are an e verified company and they have given me a e verified number and um, the like uscis denied because they are not active on e verify and later my friend and i found out that uh, they were terminated in february of last year so in this process my hr has created a new account and now they have a new e verify number since yeah the- okay so how big is your know- company how, how big is your company um it's um uh, it's a big organization and it's like i don't know maybe around like yeah so you can try you can try but you need to consult a lawyer for it this one minute call won't do it so i did take an a consultation with you guys for monday i did make a payment uh, my account shows the payment went through but i did not get a confirmation letter from you guys uh, so uh, uh, wait wait consult- who did you who did you get a consultation with um i i think i uh consulted um steven brown uh, okay can you can you send an email can you mm-hmm. give me your email address shruti i can't send messages to everybody can you make sure that uh, uh that uh, yeah can you send an email to rahul@rnlawgroup.com or i will mm-hmm. give you another email address okay send sure, an email sure. to steven if you paid the money we uh, have to give you the money so i i understand ma'am i understand there may be some technical difficulties okay mm-hmm. send an email to uh, to me okay sure i will sir so the only question that's on my mind right now is like even if i do the appeal will i still be um, un- i i i it's a little bit complex okay first of all i'm like you paid the money Mm-hmm. and you did not get the consultation i'm not happy and send a, a cc to this one okay 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 sir stephen is very good stephen is very good in this thank you okay thank next you next person please Somebody? it's inf4 not inf0 sorry about that yeah and um... i have a question regarding this um, using the adjustment of status ad currently i am in h1b working for company a and i i am in adjustment status of status as well uh, through my wife's uh, uh, 485 uh, so i didn't use it yet but um, if i use that ad and then join company b can that company file my 140 or um, uh, 485 
once you use the EAD, they cannot file another fresh 485 for you. They can't start their perm all the entire process again. They can start. They can start it, but they okay. cannot file it. 485. If they want to file it, you need to do something called Margarita switch. Okay. 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 Mm. But so why do you, why do you need to? to what is mm. what is your wife's priority date? What is your priority date? My priority date is in February 2011, and my wife's is on I think July 2014. Ah, I see the point. No, mm. I don't want you to use the EAD, period. Okay. Okay? Okay. Mm -hmm. Sure. Okay. Next person, please. Veera. Yeah. <clears throat> Hi, Rahul. This is Veera. Uh, I just have, I have a question. Um, so, um, I came to US in 2009 and um, I overstayed my H1 in 2015 um, due to some misguidance from the company lawyers and stuff. Uh, from the same company, I moved to UK and then moved back to Canada and I stayed in Canada for five years. And I came back to US on uh, 2021 on H1A and I applied my I-140 and I-140 got approved with a prayer date in April. And um, I'm waiting for uh, the uh, I-485. So do you think I will get any problem with the overstay? I had 10 months. 10 months or when, overstay? You're right, 10 months. Uh, during that time I worked and I stayed overstayed. For the same company, I moved to UK and came back to Canada and stayed in so, Canada. So, so what, do you, what, do you, what do you explain the overstay a little bit more to me? Uh, so uh, my H my H one ended uh, six years of cap H one ended in um, February to, um, February twenty two thousand fifteen, but my lawyer said uh, um, they applied for and they didn't give me any information. They applied uh, we applied for and everything is right, so we can extend your H one. Um, they said they can, they can extend my H one on that form uh, application and stuff, but my H one got denied in June twenty fifteen. Um, but they said they'll be applying MTR and all this because I'm an important resource here. But they didn't. So after that, time. after 2015, how long did you stay outside the country? Uh, five years. So the, you you already uh, you already uh, if you overstay between 180 days and 365 days, yeah, you have to you have a three year bar. You already completed a three year bar. So there should not be any problem, right? No, there should not be any problem. Okay, in case if I need help um, when during the interview to one of your uh, team to come, like yeah, one of your, uh, yeah, yeah, kind of... we can we can come we can come to your interview. Okay, okay, no matter who, who filed it, but still I can I can talk to right. you or right. team and right. someone can help yeah. me, right? But because you met the requirement of three year bar, you okay. left the country, stayed there for more than three years. You're good. Right, five years. Five years I stayed in Canada. Yeah. Only three years we count. We don't count the other. Okay. Next person, please. Thank you. Thank you so much. Shika. Yeah. Uh, hi, Rahul. Um, so uh, my question is, I'm currently on my H1B. And this year, my uh, H1B extension is uh, there in the month of May, the last year. And uh, my GC is in progress. 
and my GC will take uh, maybe the time until November or so. So my uh, question is, um, shall I go for extension like the last year of extension of my H1B or uh, um, I should go for EAD from uh, like my husband? Okay, so when is your six years expiring? Next year. Uh, it will be uh, May 2024. When is your husband's H1B expiring? Um, he already got his I-140 approved. I said so H-1B expiring. H-1B expiry. Uh, you, you mean the uh, renewal for the three yeah. months? Uh, it's, uh, no, ma'am. No, ma when is your husband's H-1B expiring? I, I'm not getting it. When, so, is your uh, hus when is your husband's H-1B expiring? Expiring, I think uh, this um, uh, this year itself, I think in November. Okay. What I recommend, Shika, is technically, I would recommend to file a H4 plus EAD. The reason is that he will, he will be eligible to file the H4 extension then. Uh, can you unmute her? Shika, can you unmute yourself? Yes, yes. I would recommend you file a H4 plus EAD, H4 plus EAD along with your husband's because you can do it in, in the month of May or so, okay? May or June or so, okay? Okay. And you keep continue working on the H1B until you get the H4 EAD. Okay, so I should continue my... Uh this H1 right now and uh, along with that I should file for H4 and uh, EAD. Yes. Okay. Okay. Makes sense. So I should not go for the extension. You don't even have the labor certification and I-140 approval yet. You don't know whether you're going to get it or not. Next person, please. Shama. Hi, um, Rahul, thank you so much for taking my question. Um, so my question is that uh, my perm is still pending and it was filed in April 6th, 2021. Um, so my lawyers are saying that I should be getting it any day, but I did spend some time in Canada and got uh, uh, some two months um, on. So my current H1 is expiring on Feb 1. Um, the like in 26 days. So what are they saying is that if we don't receive it in time, then they they are going to file a B two for me. No, but uh, you said you have two months. You have two months, right? No, it's all all collected, and the final days I have on my H one is Feb one. Feb one is almost like uh, twenty four days, is right? Yeah, yeah. It so, was expiring before in December, but I like went in Canada for like three weeks, four weeks, and then collected two extra months. What did what did you do in Canada? I I was just there. Okay, be there for the next twenty days. You'll get extra twenty days. 
No, but the thing is that they file extension, the recapture extension, and that I still haven't gotten for Feb 1. It is, they have filed in premium, so I can't travel. Okay, so yeah, okay, they're going to file a B2 right now, okay. Yeah, so do you think they're saying that um, they'll file the change of status and um, I'm not really sure. Do you think it's a good idea? What other options you have? Um, nothing. This is the way. A beggar comes to my home and tells me that, oh, I want food, food, food. And then he says, I want chicken biryani. I want to have masala <laughs> in it. You don't have much options, lady. Okay. So B2 okay. is my best option. If you were my I, lawyer, I, I think you would do the same. I agree with your lawyers. Oh, okay. All right. But I, I hate you to be my client. You should have Why? It's not my fault. It's not you. It's, it is your fault. It is your fault. You've been in this country for six years. You're telling whose fault is it? That you didn't no, actually, I think uh, what happened is I got a promotion and they did not tell me and they filed my PWD all over again. They only told me after three months that we refiled your PWD. So I lost wow. one year. Um, so you that lost, was the confusion. You lost one year. That. No. The day one I landed, I got confused oh. because it was a daylight and it was like six o'clock in the seven o'clock. There was nothing night coming. I said, what the heck in this world? It's seven o'clock. It's not night. I didn't call an immigration lawyer. Next day morning, I called an immigration lawyer. It is your fault. Don't blame yeah. your fault. By the way, do you have H4 options? No, I do not have any other option. Okay. So you go for it, ma'am. Okay. It is your fault. You need to accept it first thing. Next question, okay. please. I need an explanation why people don't file the green card in the first month of their staying in the United States. Period. It is your fault. Go ahead, Ravi. Hi, Rahul. This is Ravi. So my wife is on H4 and she would like to, I mean, she is interested in joining master's program and she will convert to F1. Will she be eligible for OPT and STEM OPT extension? But let me ask you this, Ravi. Between H4 and between F1 visa, okay? Do you have an I-140 approval or not? No. Why can't you go for I-140 approval? Yeah, my, um, my company is filing it, but the processing is very late. Currently, I'm on, uh, under PERM stage. How long will it take for it to be approved if it is submitted it can, today? I mean, if the permit is submitted today, it may take about one year for you to get an I-140 approval. Yeah, and again, I need to file for H-4 EAD, which takes like uh, nine months, six to nine months on an average. Yeah, but at least you need to expedite this process. Yeah, she she can go to F-1. She can go to F-1. Mm -hmm. She'll be eligible for OPT and some extension. Okay, so... Uh, how long the process will take, like for H4 uh, to F1? How long will it be? It'll take about 9 to 12, uh, uh, 17 months, actually. But she can go to oh, school right. in the meantime. Okay. So if I go to, uh, if, if she go to India and get her stamping, that should be good enough, right? Well, what if she doesn't get the stamping? She, she can stick with the H4, right? They may cancel the H4. Does she have the H4? Yeah, she has my advice. Yeah, my advice is to just file a change of status, not to go to India. Okay. 
and uh, okay. get it with uh, opt and yeah. yeah okay but people don't understand that they need to get their green card filed they have all other preference anyway i'm tired next person please there are no hands uh, anybody has any questions guys you can uh, send a message in the text here uh, uh 8244 what do you mean backlog from pscs is your priority date final action date current if your final action date is current you should sue the uscs well no more messages are coming guys here uh, so no oh, i got a one message raj i finished my forex interview uh, and fo mentioned me i don't know what fo means he will approve the case okay officer field officer but no status raised senator request card you can sue the uscis with a writ of mandamus though if it's an extended review all will is because extended review never gets solved i want you to watch this video uh, that i'm going to send it to you guys uh, give me one second raj watch this video you need to sue uscis well no more questions are coming thank you guys uh, the next question will be next conference call will be on monday don't forget that we have a tvs show on sunday Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites: rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.